Get ready for the Organically Blunt Show, the podcast that dives deep into the world of cannabis with real informative conversations. Whether you're a seasoned smoker or just curious, light up and join the conversation. Let's get Organically Blunt. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Organically Blunt. I am Jay Blaze, your host, and this evening we finally have connected, and it is great. We have Dutch Blooms, also known as Regenerative Seed Company, with us here this evening. Welcome to the show. Thanks, man. Sorry. Uh, glad to be here, and sorry to to missed up the to slot last time. It was hey, that's all right. Stuff happens. So. Definitely. You know, I want to start with your, your journey and a little bit of where you came from to where you're at now and just hear kind of what you got going on. So, you know, the first question we typically ask people on this show is quite simple. And that being said, you know, how did you come across cannabis the first time and where'd you get it from? The first time I smoked, I was trying to think the first time I like my first experience being around it was probably at, at shows like music shows, you know, um, just people lighting up at, at venues. The first time I smoked, though, was was intense. Um, I was on the side of Mount Rainier. Um, there's Mount Rainier is, is, is natively called uh, Tahoma and the peak directly next to it is called Little Tahoma. And me and my buddies were there shredding and um, camping, you know, for a couple of days. And my buddy, you know, pulled out some weed. And I was like, I don't know, it was just in a cocky moment. You know, I was like, it's time. Like, give me that thing. And um, I hit it a bit. And I don't know. I was like I said, I was in a cocky mood. And um, I was like, I don't feel anything. I just kept going, you know. And then he put some hash in there and some keef. And then next thing I know, I, I, I blew the uh, filter. And I start, I like that, you know, the, everything just came down the, the pipe and I started hacking on it. And I was bent over coughing, just like, Bleh. and I, and I stood up and I was, it was a whole new world, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. Oh, yeah. And so I had Definitely. a great time that night, snow, throwing snowballs and just acting like a 10 year old. It was, you know, it was intense, but it was fun. Definitely. Definitely. So like I put in the description, you know, and a few people might've read it, you know, and for the folks that haven't, you know, even prior when we had you scheduled before, you were a climber and you're not a climber anymore. So, like, my understanding is a tree climber, somebody that does, like, tree trimming or something of the, that nature as a climber or what kind of climbing? No, like mountain climbing. So, you know, I would, we would, uh, this, tr this trip I was telling you about was uh, an annual trip and, and, and we loved to snowboard, me and my friends growing up. And so it just turned like our love for snowboarding. We wanted to start going down steeper stuff and that wasn't accessible um, via, you know, traditional like skiing systems, you know? So we started essentially okay. climbing to find new stuff to ride down and started wow. learning how to, how to climb, you know, in the moment, essentially, you know, sure. <laughs> out of sure. necessity. So, so yeah, I was a rock climber and that, 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 that kind of turned into actually, I ended up lo lo loving to, to just climb more than, more than snowboard. Um, and I, and I ended up becoming a professional guide and working for our bound and, um, doing wow. all these different things. And it was, it was my whole, my whole 20 is I lived in my truck and, um, basically climbed in California and the North Cascades. Um, Definitely spent, spent like, you know, I'd spent winters in, in places like Portland and Seattle and stuff like that, you know, but, um, 
Yeah. That's badass. I've always wanted to go to Seattle. You know, I got a bucket list, you know. I, me and my grandpa actually developed a bucket list before he passed, you know, before we lost my farm. We had a nice farm, a nice outdoor grill, and now I lease land from a farmer and do an outdoor grill. But long story short, you know, uh, things happen. You know, we'll get back to me getting land, and that's my ultimate goal here, you know. But I can live so frugal and so simple, kind of like you said, living in a car. I actually prefer it. I don't need this house, and that's how small-minded I can live. You know, I, I was homeless Oh, 16 months ago now, uh, well, 16 months ago on the 15th. So almost three days short and, uh, 16 months. And, um, you know, I lived in my car for 10 months, you know, and I was homeless and you, you get to learn your bare minimums, what you absolutely need and what you don't. And once you learn that you're kind of like, okay, this is kind of too much. Like, I can live a lot simpler and save my money a lot more here. So that's my goal is to get a cabin, a couple acres and put up a greenhouse and live off grid. And I'll be happy. I don't need anything else. You know, leave me alone. You know, I don't need money. I don't need fast cars anymore. I've lived that life. I don't need the fancy clothes. I don't need none of that. I just need my land. And that's what I want. You know, it's quite simple when you go back to the the basic fundamentals of life. You know, a man wants land, food, and a way to just relax. And that's that's the basics of growing cannabis and the lifestyle that surrounds it is, you know, definitely, definitely. Good evening, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Um, so not only being a climber, but so you you are known as regenerative seed company so you do some breeding as well correct yeah man it's it's been a you know it's like like for all of us you know you're hearing your story a bit of your story too and i'd love to hear more when when it's a good time you know sure uh, sure it's it's been a roller coaster of a ride you know and and so i I, I got into cannabis because I got hit by a car on my bike. So I was riding my bike in one of those winter moments in Portland, got hit by a car. Um, it was my fault. And so I didn't have any insurance or anything like that to, to, to be taken care of. I had to take care of myself. And, and it was, um, 2000, this was, you know, like 2008 and when, uh, the economic crisis was happening. And I, so I was growing a little bit of weed and there was just no work. You know, and I was living in a house with a ton, ton of people, you know, but I was like, you know, same thing you're saying. I was good, good with that because I was used to living in a tent and in my, the back of my truck. So I was like, we got a house, dude. Like, this is fucking shit. Right. <laughs> you know, like, yep. Yep. <laughs> um, but it, uh, anyways, I got I got hurt and there was just nothing left. And so I just started growing and selling weed, um, essentially, you know, like everyone else does. And um, my first round was was hydroponic. I actually mimicked uh, Jack, uh, Mr. Green. If you've ever seen those Mr. Green videos where the guy paints himself. Oh, yeah. I copied that setup. And, you know, I didn't, I think I was using Fox Farm, um, you know, nutrients and this fun drain. I don't know. It wasn't even that great. But um, I quickly went down to the grocery store and was able to ask about organic, you know, and, and try to figure out that route. And so I delved into the bottle game, the organic bottles game kind of early on. 
and went deep into that and then worked my way backwards in a sense, okay. you know, like I, I, it was weird because I, I was, you know, need, needed the money and the price was so good then. And the bottle, the bottles were doing it. And so I had this like fear, you know, this, un, cause I had was so, un, I didn't know enough. So I had this fear of thinking like these fancy bottles gotta be fancy for a reason, you know, like <laughs> they're so goddamn expensive. Uh, right. You know what I mean? There's no way I could just add some cheap ass dry powder amendments and get the same quality product. Like it, it was just like, so I, I slowly started removing and, and, you know, years later, like, you know, I, I would never even consider using, I consider those the low quality nutrients, you know, now that I understand the system and, and really what's going on, like I would much rather have something that's, that's a dried powdered. Uh, Definitely. You know what I mean? You know, and even speaking on that, and you know, they'll probably thank me, and they might hate me, but they'll thank me. Um, the guys over at um, from the Stash Podcast, another podcast. You know, they're friends of mine. You got Mister Grow It, you got Rob from CLTV, and you got Pigeons Four Twenty. They just came up with their own. Uh, my, it's like a micro dry amendment nutrient line called Stash. So keep your eyes out for that, guys. You know, I just heard about it on another show before I came on the air. I was listening to it on the way here. You know, congratulations to all them guys. They're friends of mine. You know, to get a nutrients line that is full of microbes and that you can basically it's AIO. It's an all-in-one. Um, you know, it's great. You know, they're going to do some testing on it before it comes out to the public. But I heard through the grapevine, August 1st or 2nd, they're going to drop that, you know. So, it's kind of cool, you know, for people like us to come up from the roots and build something like that, you know, and that was just a shameless plug. They didn't pay me to say that, you know, it was just something, you know, these are friends, you know, all of us become friends. We become, we go on a journey and when we can make shit happen like that, we're doing things, you know, definitely, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome when you can succeed and make an extra side hustle from something like this. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's what a lot of us kind of like what you're saying earlier, you know, you just try, you wanted to get back to having some land and just being, having the freedom to do your thing, you know, and not wanting much, you know, that's yep. a, what a lot of this is. And that's what, for me, starting the seed co was just kind of like, you know, me, me being on the hustle, you know, me being on the, on the, uh, the roller coaster and figuring out like, okay, well, I got, I got a rec license. I had to work my ass off to get it. And I got it, got mine in 2016. Okay. And, and but the first year and a half, I realized this wasn't going to work for me. Right. Oh, I was like, oh gosh, what, what I felt, you know, I felt stupid. I like, oh, I didn't realize what this is. I don't want to sell weed. This is just like selling snowboards. I did that. Yeah. I don't do that right. Shit. Like, I don't want to sell. I want to grow. I want to be by myself. Yep. And like, you know, have a more like, I don't want to convince someone to buy. I just, not that selling is bad. It just is not, I had done that in my life. And it's, yep, me too. So, but it'd be either, either way, I, I got myself deep into the, the license and it costs a lot of money. And, and so I'm in it, you know, and, and right. so me, me switching to genetics was a pivot where I saw, I saw like another opportunity for me to like, you know, stay more as a, a sole dude, you know, and I yep, have a big yep. team and just like, work on my craft and that, you know, it would be in my hands type of deal. And, and so that's what I've been doing for the last three years. Um, so what'd you roll up here? 
I seen you. I seen you break it all down. I mean, yeah. that's that stuff came right off the stem there. I mean, come on now. How, how long has it been hanging? How long did you cure it? It's uh, about give us, 10 days. Give us 10 a little. Okay. Yeah. Yep. No. So okay. It's just it's a little little wet. Uh, it's not cured, but it's it's tasting pretty sure. good. This is actually Girl Scout cookies. Um, the thin. Now, see, cup. I'm about to do that. I'm about to do that tonight with our soil series. You know, I got. Uh, roughly 10 and nine, 10 days for, uh, until, um, legacy, Michigan, big cloud, legacy, Michigan guys. Yes. Uh, you know, you, some of you guys know, and that's why you guys are here. We are giving away a set of VIP passes tonight and, um, that'll be coming up later in the show here. But before we get to that, you know, I'm going to chop tonight, you know, some of them, they're not as amber as I want them. And some of them are past where I want them, but I'm limited for room. I'm in a five by five. I, you know, I'm ready for some smoke. I'm tired of smoking dispo stuff and I'm tired of running out of my auto flowers because they didn't produce enough until these were ready. So it's like, okay, here we go. You know, we're ready. You know, these are uh week six of flower, you know, they've been, they've been doing quite well. And uh, actually, I, actually, technically, they're week seven because I was a week behind as far as production goes. But yeah, yeah, I, I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to chop tonight and hang them. And 60-60 isn't a problem for me. I just got to run the AC and freeze my ass off. But it's okay. Um, and uh, yeah, and I'll get it ready because I want something quality. I grew some GMO oils from Sofum Genetics. And uh tried three different samples of soil and I worked with a company called Microbiometer and we're going to do some soil testing there afterwards to see how much uh, of the soil I depleted, how much, how much of the nutrients is gone since I tested it in the beginning. Yeah. I want to compare it. It's just something I want to do, you know, for peace of mind. And I contacted them because, uh, um, Oh, I crap crappy with names tonight. Um, the the author who writes the Teeming with Bacteria series, Jeff uh, Lowenfels. Uh, Jeff, yes. Sorry, yeah. I I, I it was good. on my end of my tongue. Yeah, he told me to get that, and he's like, "That would be great for your soil series." And I'm like, "Yeah," I'm like, "Hell yeah!" And uh, so I reached out to him. They sent me a kit, and we put it to the test. And we're gonna compare the results and see how much stuff I depleted because I'm going to, I can't get soil around here no more unless I go through my, my buddy that owns a soil company now, but, um, well, he's always owned it, but now it's more mainstream, but, um, country roots, uh, yeah. LTD on, on Instagram. And, um, but because all our soil companies here, all our, all our grocery stores in the past, roughly probably five months have closed their doors. Like the closest ones an hour, hour and a half drive and i'm like i'm not driving that far you know like no way in hell like especially if i only need you know a couple bags so now i order it and balk only for the outdoor and now he bags it so it makes it easy because but i'm reamending everything now so it's like i'm trying to reuse it so do you so gotta grow been, going? go so ahead been a, go, go ahead yeah i was gonna just bounce off what you're saying that like um, soil's a big, big deal. And, and, you know, the re the reason I started the, the regen conference was really to teach people how to, to grow really good stuff with the, the stuff that they have 
on or near them, you know, and, and the idea being that the, the less you can use and, and, and while maintaining quality, obviously being the better, it's a, it's a, you're pulling less from the ecosystem. And I like what you're talking about where you're, you wanting to test to see what you pulled and that way, right. instead of blindly just throwing a bunch of shit on there, exactly, you, know, you, could, you could throw just the right amount and you're not wasting and you're not, you're not unbalancing the system. So it's, 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 it's really a, a regenerative concept in my mind for you to, to take on that approach um, rather definitely, than, definitely. you know, the, the sloppy, you know, but, but back to the soil thing, um, I, I've mixed my own soil for years in large batches. I've ha I've hired soil mixers to mix stuff for me. Um, I've worked with native soil. I've made, made a lot of compost. Um, years ago, I took Elaine Ingham soil food web courses. Um, I've taken Chris Trump's KNF courses. Um, I've worked deeply in aquaponics for years. Um, and and kind of like, you know, like we all do our own things. We all have our own ways to like, you know, to make the food that we make, if you will, in our in our kitchen, you know. But what what I think makes my cannabis unique is the combination of those those three concepts and how I kind of meld those together in my dorky way. And um, anyway, so so you know, long story short, I, I actually am, am working on a line myself that's going to come out real soon, and, and it's being made in your neck of the woods um, down okay. there with, with Till Soil. I'm working with them. Um, Nathan Rutz. And so we've been um, bouncing back recipes and, and I've been doing testing and we're sending out around for testing with some friends. And, and so it's, the concept is that it's, you know, um, it's an all in one water only soil. Um, so it's heavily loaded. You got to be really careful on the front end that you don't, you know, over water and burn your plants. Um, but it's made with a diverse, you know, we really want to go after diversity. That's what I learned from Elaine. Definitely was diversity diversity and, and it creates flavor complexity and 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 as a, that's become a thing you know as, as i've been able to, through the years you know put in like okay maybe i just put in a few amendments now it's always been when i have the more amendments you know if i use less of each and have a more diverse background i have a better more complex flavor and so that's what really what i'm going after in this um is is that diversity and that intense complex so this is not like a cheap potting mix um it's it's not in any may, way meant to compete with m all, most of the brands that are out there you know what i mean it's, it's right not, yep. it's, it's not not cheap i'm sorry that's not the goal here the goal is to produce the absolute best quality and it's really craft just, yeah. yeah yeah it's a craft soil and and yep. and and kind of what with what you're saying we're going to sell it in one and a quarter bags you know so definitely yeah the idea is for a home grower oh you know that you could buy these one and a quarter bags stick them under your in your tent you know so let's say you can afford six of them you know and sure and then you grow your grow you get your medicine and now it's, instead of going down and buying another round of nutrients and another round of soil you just buy another six pots you know and then you do that maybe two or three times and now you got enough for a bed and you buy a bed and you dump all that soil that you've already grown in and already harvested two or three rounds of, of, of herb out of dump it in a pot, send it out for testing. And re, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll offer that service. We get it reamended, you know, and then the other component to the couple other components of the program will be an inoculant, um, you know, so kind of back to the shipping thing that you were talking about is it's kind of trying to solve all these things. And so the, the batches will be smaller so they can be shipped on Amazon, love them or hate them. Um, yep. it gives us the ability to buy a, ba a bag for whatever the price is and they ship it for free with their programs and then get yep. people all across the United States within two days. So we're, I'm going to go 
oh, I'm going to work with that program. And so we'll have Why this not? Right. It's going to be mixed up of, you know, the aquaponics, the soil food web compost. Um, it'll have KNF in there. I, I'm not going to say who, but we'll have a, a prominent KNF leader will be helping make that portion of the mix. And so I'm trying to do the same thing with diversity and, and, and the opportunity that I had to work with all these different people in the conference to bring them in to help bring the build the different components of this inoculant and then um and then the last final component is is a tea brew a set of tea brews that you could use you know to really if you wanted to just be the mad scientist um that i like to be you know me and and nick um from the rooted leaf we made made up a a a handful of, of inoculants and biostimulants um that that are really nice there's some one with peruvian cacao and matcha um, there's another one with spirulina and coconut powder, water, sugar, and aloe, and all all this you know good stuff. I can't quote it off the top of my head, you know, but right, yeah, um, it's you know the idea of shipping soil around isn't really a regenerative concept. It, it, it's kind of like uh, I kind of feel I have mixed feelings about it, but uh, ultimately uh, I'm moving forward with it because I I feel like it's it's a needed thing, and I feel like it'll help a lot of folks that can't um do the stuff themselves you know for many definitely they live in an apartment they they they're they're handicapped or or what etc etc to just make it simple because it's it's really complex for folks out there um you know even even just with you know you start getting on you say you want to deep dive into this shit there's a ton of different styles and ways to do it it's like Ooh, your head gets swimming and then you start fucking oh, up. Yeah. Like nobody can afford that years of fucking up. You know, this thing is supposed to be simple and fun and awesome. Yep. And, and anyways, I'm, you know, that's kind of like the jam for it. You know, the, the concept. Definitely. You got to You got to live by the kiss standard, you know, keep it simple, stupid. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I'm guilty just like everybody else when we first started. Yeah, definitely is. I can't wait to harvest neither. I'm harvesting tonight, Hank. I, I got a couple that are a little white compared to where I want them. So I'm going to have different, you know, I'm going to have different effects with this outcome at the end. You know, some are, some went a little late and some are going to be a little early and some are going to be right on. But back to what I was saying, you know, we all, we all grow our own way and we have to develop our own way and you got to keep it simple, you know, like you said, with all them bottles earlier, you know, you don't need all that shit. I, I mean, yeah, it's great. Some of it helps. But once you figure out the organic way, and you don't have to go organic. You can go synthetic. You can go synthetic. You, It's whatever works for you and is easiest, easiest for you, you know, the person that is watching this out there, you know, whatever works best for them. But definitely, you know, I've tried a lot of different ways on different budget because I'm a budget grower. And, you know, my personal is either water only soil, you know, something living, something I re-amended, or if I'm going to be lazy and buy bag soil and I'm going to use newts, you know, I might use I hate to say it, a Fox Farm Ocean Forest, if I can find it, or a uh, Costa Maine, Stonington, if I'm going to bag soil, if I can find something, which I can't now. But, um, you know, you you top dress with something like Roots Organics during grow, you switch to, you know, transition, then you go into the the bloom mix, you, you just 
top dress it in your soil, you water it in, you never have to worry about burning your plants because the more you put in, the more you're trying to keep that pH, even though most people don't do pH, I'm guilty, I don't, you know, um, you know, you got to start doing it once you start getting that much stuff involved in the equation and it, it becomes too much for most people. They, they overthink it and, you know, water and some good calcium, some good magnesium, make sure your nitrogen's good, make sure your phosphate's good, you know, um, maybe some sulfur or some silica, you know, it depends on how you want to grow it, but there's so much, I, I could go on and on and on on that, but you know, like you said, there's calcium, so many different ways. Calcium magnesium is a big deal. I mean, people definitely obviously joke about, you know, there's, there's the memes from years ago, like add, add more cow mag, but it, there's a reason for it. And I, I, I didn't really catch it all, but like the other, the other day, um, I raising, I don't know if you follow him. Um, he posted about the the floodplains and how, how in Afghanistan they don't get the they don't get the rainfall right they're on the desert but they the plants get the the water from the from the flood table coming up and when that's okay. happening the, every night you know when it's cooling the, the moisture from the flood table comes up um, it brings up calcium and magnesium deposits wow and so the plants I'm... that we're growing are obviously most of the genetics we work with are heavily Kush dominant Afghan dominant um it's no wonder that most of the shit wants more cow mag it, it has been bred for you know for centuries that's you know for, for yeah centuries sure you know so definitely that was interesting and uh you know something something to definitely. remember you know it really it really really boosts definitely really boosts, definitely uh, flavors I never thought of that, you know, you know, my brother, one of them lives in South Carolina and I've been to Paris Island, South Carolina, uh, to the Marine base down there. And, uh, first time I ever seen in my life, uh, high tide and low tide, you know, cause I never really experienced it. And we went out to the Island in the morning and all the boats were in the water and come out in the afternoon and they were all up in the air. And I'm like, what the hell happened here? And my brother's like, oh, you ain't never seen that before. I'm like, obviously I'm in Michigan. We don't have that. Like, okay, yeah, we have Lake Michigan. It's huge. Don't don't underestimate it. Really it don't. doesn't do that. Yeah, but they don't do that. You're right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was definitely different. So that's awesome that you're you're working on so many projects of your own and everything um <coughs> i never did catch where you reside from like what area i'm up in uh <coughs> i'm right by the ocean actually in in washington state right okay. by the border of canada so like i'm wow. literally two, two exits off i off the main freeway from canada and i'm five minute drive to the beach um so I'm, it's pretty, it's pretty wet and damp here, um, in the, in the winters, you know, it doesn't get too cold, but right. in the summers, it's pretty perfect. Um, right. you know, it, it doesn't get too hot ever, you know, hot is like 80 degrees here, you know? Oh it's my God. That's perfect. Degrees. Yeah. It's yeah. Really nice. Um, but the, 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 the hard thing is that the, as soon as September comes, it starts raining and it oh. doesn't stop. And so, okay. And because we're so far north, I'm I'm up at 49 degrees north. Um, the plants don't start flowering until the third week of August. Like that's the first time I see a pistol every year. Wow. Like, I'm holding my breath. By the time we're like to the 21st of August, I'm just like, where the fuck are 
about you know every year just yeah just just pinching my butt cheeks waiting for that thing to start because i know that the the, the rain's coming and 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 anyways and so it's a really challenging place to grow outdoor um definitely yeah you're fighting mold and probably spider mites and Mostly all just that I, mold yeah just butt rot yeah you know? yeah um, it's really just i dealt with that oh it's yeah. terrible michigan's kind of like that we you know august comes it's great it becomes hot you start getting towards mid-august you start getting the rain then you start getting the wind and then october comes and you're you know you might not be quite ready in october you know i've had that plenty of times and uh you're like oh and then the wind's blowing your plants like crazy but yet it's raining so like if they're not getting broke by the wind like you better get out there and figure out a way to get that moisture off your plants or covers or put something over the top or something because you're going to be fighting mold and it, it's terrible. I, it's one of the worst things I hate about growing outdoors here, but you know, the yields make up for it if you can get a quality product. And I've, I've been, I'm dealing with my outdoor right now. I was just there before I came here, you know, and uh, um, I let, I let out, you know, numerous, numerous, numerous ladybugs today. But I, I just did a three-day regimen of Lost Coast Plant Therapy last week. And then Country Roots got the ladybugs in, which they're not easy to always get here for us. You know, it's sometimes we can't get them here. And uh, we uh, got them in. I let them go. I got some video footage I'll be sharing here probably Put it together tonight and i might release it tonight or tomorrow morning i don't know yet it depends on how i feel here but yeah definitely uh it's been fun because i fought and i'm fighting now aphids i had aphids oh i hate aphids and you know the guy that i'm growing on his land i'm leasing it essentially and uh he don't know what they look like. He's grown before a couple of times and he's got great product out of it. You know, not like phenomenal, but great. And uh, he he didn't know what to look for. I sent him a video and he's like, oh man, it's moving. I, he's like, I thought that was a part of the plant. And I was like, no, them are aphids. I'm like, we got to get rid of these fast. And so I, I, you know, I got rid of them, but I still had the ladybugs and go to town, anything I'm <laughs> I missed because I, I just used a uh, Petra Tools uh, mini fogger. First time I've ever used one of them, and it's got a UV light on it, and we're testing that out and stuff. It's a fun little product that I've been playing around with. But, yeah, I mean, oh, outdoor is terrible. Is that the handheld one? Yep, yep. And it works good. You know, it does. It, it runs only for about two hours, though. Then you got to charge it. That's no downfall. You got to charge the damn thing for six hours. And it's like, oh, come on. It's like, but it works so great. Like, you can see it. Like, just, it, like, clings right onto the all the surface. And you're like, okay, it's coated good or, well, good is not a word, but better than. Uh, the, fi the finer mist. Yeah, and it's got three different levels to it. It's got low, medium, high, and if you double click the mode button, it turns the UV light on or off. So it's got a UV. It's got six UV lights around the nozzle, and and uh, kind of like a revolver. And um, it, you get close enough, you you're hitting it with a UV at the same time, so it kind of helps. You know, I don't know how efficient that is to be honest. You know, I'd have to have somebody efficiently test that part to see if it would even kill anything going over fast, like when you're spraying. But looks cool. The actual, 
Yeah, it looks badass, and it it definitely is way better than I could ever spray the plants. But they're sending me a backpack fogger now too nice. because I, yeah, because I was like I emailed them last night and I'm plugging this in and it's not <laughs> charging. It's not charging. It's not charging on any of my chargers that are USB C. And I'm like, what the hell? Maybe the voltage is too much. I, you know, I was just thinking that. You know, I don't know. I'm not an electrician, so I have a where you can put a flash drive in my CD player in the car, like a USB flash drive. So I plugged the cord in there and I plugged it in the gun and it worked. I'm going, and it worked. And I'm like, what the hell? So, so I'm like, okay. It while you're driving. Yeah. So I charge it while I drive around. I'm like, fuck it. And I got, I got lost close plant therapy all mixed up. And I'm like, well, I guess, you know, I get pulled over. I'll explain, you know, they know who I am anyway in this town. They know what I do. So it's not a big deal, but long story short. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was funny. I mean, it's, it's gotten to the point here, you know, and it's crazy how small this industry truly becomes once you start talking to the right people. I mean, I, uh, was at my dentist office and my dentist office was telling me shit about an event that was going on here. And some of the, I hate, I won't throw names under the bus cause I'm not that bad, but some of the shady shit going on. And I was just like, I'm hearing this from my dentist. Like that's like an official person in my life. Like if they're saying some shit like this is going on, obviously it's legitimate and I probably shouldn't be involved with this event. So I, we weren't, but yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, the industry, it just becomes smaller every day. And the more people I meet, meet, like you were talking about Chris Trump. I literally was talking to Chris Trump before we got on the air. Like we're okay. scheduling for, for next week, hopefully, if everything goes right before I go to the event, we're going to have him on one night next week or one day next week. You know, it depends on what it fits the schedule with him and his kids and stuff like that. You know, I, I try to be lenient. The hardest part for me here is people in the Pacific time zone. It really is. And I'll, I'll be honest, because when they want to come on the show, when it's a decent time for them and it's decent right. for me. It's late for you. It's usually, yeah. It's, yeah, it's usually lunch hour where I work in the produce and food industry. So it's like, okay, I'm making sure people are getting fresh fruits and veggies during food time rushes and I can't really leave doing that because I get paid by the, by the load essentially. So like if I'm not polling, I'm losing money. So like, and I don't get paid for this. So that's why it makes it hard. Sometimes I have to draw the line. Like I have Mr. Grow <laughs> that wants to come on. We talk quite a bit weekly and we just can't find time yet because I, I, I'm struggling with car issues. You know, I'll be honest. And I'm trying to grind every day so that I can fix everything on my car so I can finally go on vacation to the mountains of Kentucky. Um, oh, my computer fell asleep here. Sorry, guys, if you lost me here, I'll yeah, try to get yeah. back. There, there we go. Uh, yeah, I, I've been talking so long without hitting the mouse. But, no, let's get back to some plant talk here, you know. So do you have anything going right now? And if you do... Um, what are some of you, the strains that you're playing with? Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm in a little bit of a transition almost, but I I have I have a, a I have a, a big greenhouse. It's mixed light, um, it's fully automated. You know, light dab, uh, LEDs, HPS, dehums, 
radiant rooted uh, radiant heated uh, beds um, um, and so I have that and, and anyways it, what, what's going on in there right now is a bunch of uh, root beer freeze crosses and root beer okay. freeze uh, that that's made by mean gene from Mendocino um, this oh, shit wow. is so fucking foul um, it's it's just so strong like I remember last year when I was growing a, a line of it uh, against a bunch of other lines, a whole greenhouse full of it. It was a foot taller than everything else. Super vigorous. Um, and it's super potent. And the numbers are up in the thirties. It has high hash Holy yields, shit. like seven, seven to 9%. Um, and, and it's, and it's got a nice range of flavors. You know, it's, it's definitely got this root beer, um, root beer flavor, you know, but I, it, I've, I've, opened up the line and found some blueberry and kind of pushed it that direction and then found a, a, a like a dr pepper prune flavor in there and and then i crossed that into a bunch of uh clones and so i'm looking at all that stuff um right now and it's it's a lot of fun man the, the greenhouse is jamming um i'm like week five so it's just like right in that time when it you just you know open the door in the morning and the oh, smacks you in the face you know like Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, That's how it is walking into my house. Yeah. <laughs> because I I learned a valuable lesson. Yes, guys, I'm guilty. And here we go. We'll admit where I messed up, but I'm honest with you guys, you know, and that's the thing we learned. I was uh getting lazy and I was filling my humidifier with tap water. Well, it's calcium. Well, it got on everything, and um yeah. I learned the hard way. It took out one of my fans. It plugged the shit out of a charcoal filter right up. So I didn't have one. And I'm like, well, it's inside the house. What the hell? It's my house. I only live here. Nobody else. So <coughs> you open my front door and it hits you in the face. It's a GMO Oreos. It's a root beer. One of the strains is a root beer. I know that. I don't know it off the top of my head, but. It's a root beer and I think an Oreos 3.0 or something like that, he said. But a GMO root beer, I think he said. But oh, um, GMO root beer, yeah. Yeah. And it's dank. And cheers, Tommy Tricome. Welcome to the show. Yeah, yeah so this evening we're going to be giving away a pair of Legacy Michigan VIP tickets once again. And I wanted to kind of, before I get into the giving these away here in a little bit, because we're going to open the window up for 15 minutes here. So while I'm talking, we're going to get you guys entered here in a few minutes. But before I do that, I want to tell you guys about this. You know, I don't got a lot of people in chat, so the odds are good. But if you are going to enter, please, please make sure you're going to attend. Because the reason being... This could be somebody else's first opportunity, and we don't want to have tickets sitting at Wokaw under your name when you're coming when you live in Canada or California, and you don't think you're actually going <coughs> to attend the event. Don't enter, you know, because if I don't get a lot of entries, I will find somebody and I will pay it forward. I'm giving these back to the community, and you know, so please. Let somebody in the community, if you know you can't attend, don't don't enter the raffle tonight. And I'm not trying to be mean at all. I'm just trying to make it fair for somebody to have an opportunity that they might not normally get. That's all I ask. Thanks, guys. So back to the questions that we normally ask. You know, I'm going to open that window up while I'm asking you this next question. 
And before I get into opening this, you know, I know one of the guys was cooking here. He said, I'll be back. I, I'm cooking. So with that being said, you know, you told us about, um, I'm going to answer another question here, Josh, in a minute, and I'll get to you, Josh. But um, back to, uh, but now, I, now I lost my train of thought. I smoked too much. But anyway, um, Josh, I'll answer your question, then I'll get back to the, the event. It is going to be at the Hartford Speedway in Hartford, Michigan. And we've got everybody coming down to this event from the Mendo Dope Boys to, um, let me see, uh, we've got Mercif, we've got uh, Jordan Rivers from Growcast and his crew. We've got, uh, oh, I can't even think of all the artists off the top of my head. You know, we got Mr. Fungi, we got Mr. Big Club. Big Club Presents is putting it on. Um, Fang's going to be there. Um, uh Danny Danko is going to be there. Rumor has it Jorge Cervantes might be there. Ed Rosen, I can't even say his last name. I never can. I always apologize. Ed Rowe, the, the author, is going to be there. Um, you know, uh, it's going to be so many. There's over 200 people right off the top of my head that I know personally are going to be there. I can't even list them all. You know, um, uh uh, uh, I can't even, I'd have to bring the list up in front of me here. It's just, it's insane. You just got to go over to Instagram. If you got it, type in big cloud presents. And I promise it's going to blow your mind and you're going to see everybody that's there. Like I can't even tell you everybody that's going to be there because the list keeps getting longer every day. Like basically anybody that's anybody is going to be there that I know you know, that I've met in this industry, you know, I'm going to be session with the Mendo Dope Boys. They're friends of mine. Listen to some of the new tracks. I hear they're dropping a new one possibly there. Um, you know, I mean, it's going to be insane, you know. Uh, oh, I can't even, Chad Westport supposedly might be there. Um, T-Dog, the artist is going to be there. If you don't know who he is, check his artwork out. He does a lot of the flyer work for all your big shows, especially in Michigan. Um, and he's hand-drawn. He's not that AI computer shit. This is stuff he actually does. Yeah, yeah, Mad Dog. It, it would be cool to have you come one year. This is They do it multiple events throughout the year, Big Cloud does, and they have different names for them. This one's called Legacy, which is truly what they're going to build is a legacy here. They got a... Uh, 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 I can't even think of it. Is it. I think it's Busy Bone, maybe? Don't quote me. I think they said one of the Bone artists... I, and Bone Thugs and Harmony, I think some of them guys are going to be there. And uh, uh, yeah, it's just going to be insane. Like, I can't even name everybody. You're going to have some of the best glass blowers. Some Terp Wizard's going to be there. If you know who Terp Wizard is, he's going to be there. I mean, I could go on. I don't want to make it all about their event here because this is about Dutch Blooms here, you know. But we're just kind of co science giving him a chance to be on here while we're doing some tickets at the same time, you know, cool. we're kind of giving yeah. back. Yeah. And we're going to give away. Yeah. We're going to give away a pack of seeds tonight too. So hopefully you guys are out there, you know, if you're not watching, get involved, you know, because subscribe, hit that like, if we're giving you guys useful content, please like it because it tells YouTube that, Hey, we want to see more of this pop up, but yeah, definitely. You know, um, 
so you know with that being said i am going to open the contest you know like i said if if you can't attend please don't enter you know if you can great you know i would like to give these to somebody and be able to meet you at the event i'll be in the country roots booth most of the weekend helping him set up and deal with soil and, but i'll be making my rounds too because i'll be sitting down with jordan rivers from growcast and we're going to be doing an episode and if i can go live i'm going to go live remote right there right through this software so it'll be on twitter live it'll be on youtube live and it'll be on facebook live and we're going to sit down and talk you know but you know it's going to be a good time you know like you said dutch balloons but do you guys have any events like up up, up that way that you guys do <coughs> not a ton anymore we used to have hemp fest <coughs> excuse me <coughs> It hey, was, it's uh, all right. It was the, what they call it the uh, largest protestable. And so they take over the waterfront in Seattle and there'd be, it was big. I mean, there'd be a hundred thousand people there. It was uh, as big. I think it, you know, it was a big event. Right. And uh, so definitely, it was cool. they, and the, uh, they would just shut it off and everyone would smoke weed. Um, there was no weed sales. Uh, I remember people were selling seeds a little bit, but it was really about, uh, you know, protesting. And this was this was prior to legalization. Um, once legalization hit, they they got so crazy with the tax and uh, everything that they shut everything down. And so that hasn't happened. I think it happened the first year, but it hasn't happened since. And um, there's a couple, you know, small events here and there, private events, you know, but there's not a lot in Washington. It's a bummer because um, we don't have home grow. Uh, okay. They did a they did a nasty move um, where, you know, we had met we had medical cannabis co come in in 1998, and so it was it was was around forever. And its heyday was really in the 2000s, um, and we got uh, recreational cannabis came in in 2014. And so uh, around that time, I was I was, you know, operating under the medical program and watching, you know, and, I, and I'm going, this is this is crazy. You know, they, they got these people over here paying all this tax. We're not paying any tax. Like, no way are they going to let this fucking run forever like this? Like, and so I started uh, watching the legislative sessions, you know, and 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 hearing the banter and i was like oh yeah there's no way there you know they, the, the people who bought in on the regulated system were pissing mad because we were crushing the game at two thousand a pound and they couldn't keep up with their you know 46 percent tax out the door and i'm and so i participated in that for for a couple of years but also realized that like it was inevitable and eventually they did shut medical down <clears throat> completely in our state um and then they and and so i at that time i had to get a rec license um and it was it was challenging it was a it was a closed deal so i had to buy, I had to buy it from somebody else i had to buy a business from somebody definitely in definitely. order to, to to stay legal and operate so that was a you know huge huge hurdle to overcome at one point um but that, but to that being said, we don't have events because they took all that away in order to capture that tax money. And wow. so the, the medical community has suffered. They've, they've kind of slowly gone back and, and taken away a little bit of the tax, but the weed is so shitty for medical patients. Um, it's, it's really a huge disservice. Like it's very impactful in Washington and people don't necessarily realize that we, we have really, you know, on the, on the flip side, we have very competitively priced weed. 
you know, for the consumer. Like you come in and like there's it, the weed is very, very, very fucking cheap to the point where it, it's you don't really want to do it anymore, you know, type thing. You know, it's got to be bigger yep. corporations type deal because no one wants to like fucking hustle that, you know. That's how it is here. You know, it's gotten to, I mean, obviously it's not quality. That's the sad thing right. here. But, uh, um, you know, our, our dirt, I call it dirt, it's, it's shake. They're selling ounces of shake, $25 an ounce. And then you start getting in small buds at 40, 45, 55, 60. You want a decent ounce. You're going to have a couple seeds in it. You're looking at about $92 off the door here. And then <laughs> for, for fire, it goes all day, all day, 160 here. Yeah. Here. yeah. And, and to yeah. the grower, that's that's a third of that goes that, to the grower. That's a $50 ounce to the grower. Yep. And the, yep. the grower's got to, got to trim it, test it, put it in a jar, and yep. get it to the store. So it's like if there's a lot. Anyways, I don't I don't like the bitching about it anymore because it's neither here nor there, but it's uh, right. Um, you know, I, I was actually going to bring up earlier when you were talking, we were talking about getting weed, you know, and like getting, getting your car harvest done, like, and, and, uh, and we were talking about like, you know, all the plethora of information out there. I think that it's generally considered the, the best way to, to, to do it is to hang weed without, you know, without trimming it and, and let it dry and then trim it, you know, and you, and you, you, you know, run it for 60, 60, like you were saying, or 65, 55 or some variation yep. in that in that colder longer you know process and that's that produces a better result you know and it produces a smoother but in a pinch um you take the you got you, you got to remember the concepts you know this is just kind of for whoever's listening you know you probably know this but you got to dry through all that stick and stem and all those extra yep. leads you know like you can actually if you take all that shit off and do a wet trim you know, yep. it, it may knock off some of the crystals, but, but, you know, really not enough to, to matter in my opinion, um, to get some weed done in seven days and have like a, by day 10, you're smoking some really decent weed. And, and by day 12, you're like, all right, this is good. You know, while the other weed is hanging up and taking a long time, yep. you know, it's that would, that's really a way that's designed for when you're dealing with a lot of weed, but if you can micromanage that down, um, you can, dry and cure some pretty good weed relatively fast and, and turn the temperatures up a little bit like don't be scared to go to 72 73 right. 74 yep. you know like and, and i like you know this this stuff right here i'm smoking it's white ash really nice I, it's it's 10 days on sticks oh yeah um at 72 and uh the, the dehum in the room was just constantly on and i had a little four inches you know what i mean just like yep it was very, it's sort of low techy, you know, there's lots of ways to think about controlling moisture and heat and you can be really creative. And so, I don't know, I just like to throw that out to people because sometimes yeah. you like, you know, oh no, I got to do this thing. And it's like, well, you know, it's better that you don't go buy weed at the store, you know, and, and right. dry a yep. ounce or two, you know, to get yourself through, yep. you know fast and that's my goal that's my goal get a couple ounces and then just let the rest kind of dry fine as wine you know uh and uh that's the plan i got a dry tent i'll probably shove a couple or at least one of the plants in there let it dry the other ones i i, I do whole plant dries and i typically go until literally the, the leaves are falling off because i don't trim them you know i hate to put it that way I, not over drying i'm just saying like 
I stuff starts getting crispy towards the end, be, the leaves and stuff because I don't trim them. You know, I, I, I truly don't. Definitely, yeah. And Tommy, you're the only one entered so far, so the odds are good. You know, I'd love to see some of you guys enter out there. You know, um, Tommy Tricombs is a good name. We've heard of your name around the industry. See you in a lot of chats. I love to meet you and see who you are, bro. If you, uh, yeah, yeah, second, pop over to his Instagram. He's crushing it. It looked like that's a post Malone in there. That last one in one of his videos. Maybe he'll chime in in the chat. But that looked like that looks like that. What it was? That's what it was. It is gonna be next weekend, which would be. Let me check the date here. If I can get it to pop up, it would be the twenty first through the twenty third. It is a full three days of event uh, activities, you know, because I'm trying to, I got to hustle my ass off from Monday to Thursday next week just to take Friday, Saturday, and potentially Sunday off. I never take three days in a row off, but the event is so packed with people and so much networking and people I'm going to be talking to that I almost can't miss the opportunity because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. I mean, there's so many, so many people there. Yeah, definitely. 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 So, uh, yeah, we've got six and a half minutes left before we close. You know, anybody else out there use the exclamation mark and the word legacy, all one word, get entered. This is two VIP tickets to legacy at big cloud presents in hartford michigan at the hartford motor speedway and it's camping it, it you it's yeah you're gonna have a blast and you get a chance to actually meet people because like people like mendo dope not all the artists are like this i can i don't know if all of them are gonna be like this but i know mendo dope for a fact they get out and they walk around with the crowd and they actually go to the vendors and they purchase shit and they say okay we like this stuff you know this is some good local quality product and they do that at the events you know so they sample what you guys put out locally so it's definitely definitely wob wobby you got to use exclamation mark in front of it you know definitely it's just how the software works i don't control it it's all done through a bot you know i don't even pick the winner it's enters your guys's names the timer and then i click pick a winner and it automates it so Make sure you use the exclamation mark. I didn't even put that in. It it does that automatically. That's how it reads that you got an enter in the in the raffle. So I can't do much more than tell you what to put in. I can't I can't do more than that. I wish I could. You got five minutes, so make sure you get in there. No, you ain't in yet. You can get in though. You better hurry. You got about five minutes. Definitely. There you go. You know, we got at least two entries in the thing here. Make it interesting. 50-50 here, guys. You guys, and I'm going to meet you guys. You guys, I want to see you guys out there. So make sure you come find me because I want to shake your hand and welcome you to your first Big Cloud event if you haven't been to one. You know, it is definitely an amazing event, you know. So, yeah, you know, that sucks your events get closed down because, my first one, I the guy, I, I, I he still does events. I don't throw his. He's a good guy. He's a good promoter. But uh, he charged me sixty bucks, and then their event got closed down like a half hour later, and I never got my money back. I was pissed. I was like, man, it was my first event too, and it was at some hall that they rented out, and 
it was so smoky in there you couldn't even see and they had a pig roast going on in the parking lot and it was cool it was ghetto but it was cool and you know for something we don't normally have you know that was my first experience you know with an event but i wish michigan and it'll never happen indiana and ohio are too too not for it at all but if they would we could be like the events i was just talking to Jordan Rivers and them guys about is they have an event in uh, I think it's Pennsylvania, but Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, because they all touch, they're able to have an event and compete interstate at this event because they're all legal. It's not a problem to cross lines with it. So I was like, man, you know how cool that would be to have that kind of event? Like, I couldn't picture it, you know? It would be like a culture shock to it's me. It's going to so. happen, dude. It'll be yeah. Emerald, Emerald Cup will be the one. Like, it'll be, you know, yep. oh, definitely. everyone can enter at the Emerald Cup. That'll be the fucking, you know, Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. It'll, it'll, be, it'll be totally cool, you know, and... These tickets, you actually have to come to the event, guys, to get them. They're not going to mail them out to you. You're going to have to go to Will Call, give them your name, which you will give me in a DM or an email. Email is organicallyblunt at gmail.com, or you can find us at organicallyblunt on Instagram. Shoot me a message if you do win these tickets, and we'll get you all the information. I'm going to need all your info, you know, everything from your contact number, your email, and your name and stuff. I don't know about your address, but they might ask for that too, because you never know. They'll put you in the database. I don't know, but they'll compare it to your ID or whatever you bring to prove that it's you. So make sure the address and all your information is the same as your identification, because they're going to ask for it at will call. I promise you, because they're not just going to let anybody walk in the VIP, <laughs> but it's yeah. So a question we ask everybody I got two more to ask you at least here. You know, we're approaching an hour, but it's not a big deal. I like to wrap things up at an hour, but this is a special episode here. And it's, we want to hear more about you too, but definitely. Um, So if you had a go-to munchie when you got high, what would it be? And what do you enjoy when you're high eating? I guess you'd say some people like sweet. Some people like sour, salty. Yeah, I don't like sweet. I, I'm more uh, uh, <clears throat> salty. Um, you know, I don't do a lot of snacking. I like to cook. Um, definitely. So, yeah, but but I like I I definitely am more savory. You know, I don't like sweet things. I don't. I actually don't do a lot of desserts. But I like steak. Um, and I like pizza. I make pizza. I have a nice pizza oven. Uh, that I okay. recently got, um, which was really dope. And um, so I make a lot of pizza, sourdough pizza. And, <clears throat> you know, I do, I've been doing a lot of smash burgers lately, dude. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm that kind of guy, but I put a lot of, lot of effort into them and, and wait to, you know, talk burritos. Like I do classic normal shit, you know, but uh, I put way oh, yeah. much effort into it and use, you know, nice ingredients and, and enjoy it, the process, you know that's it's like something for me that I, I can just turn my brain off and and uh you know experience definitely 30 seconds guys get entered if you haven't it's a 50 50 draw right now so good chances good odds nine people here live i know that's not a lot we usually get a lot more on the rewind you know but here we are you know 
we got a lot more on the audio side definitely it's very weird we started out as an audio podcast so we are on spotify and everywhere else and we get like ten thousand listeners a month there you know definitely so it, it's pretty cool you know that we get people from australia and china and spain listening in and i'm like how do these people find me i'm like honestly i don't know but it's really cool you know definitely yep the raffle is done i'm gonna give it a few seconds here and i'm gonna ask him his last question of the night and that's awesome make sure you subscribe subscribe wob wobby i i can't even I hopefully i said that right and uh so you can get notified of more contests because we have a lot more different things in the future coming but yeah you got a fair chance i don't know where you reside from but make sure you can actually attend this event you know uh, you know, this is next weekend. It's a three-day event. They do camping, so bring your tent, bring your car, well, however. I car camp. You know, I, I'm by myself, and I don't. If it rains, I don't like a wet tent. Cause I tell you, if you're sleeping and you don't have a good tent, and that water builds up on the top, it's not very fun when it drips down and it goes through the screen and your head's right there. Yeah, not definitely definitely awesome yeah so definitely the love for the plant is worldwide definitely hipsters you you got that so you know that leads me to my last question i want to ask you dutch and that's if you could smoke with anybody dead or alive who would it be and why but i want the first person that pops in your head my grandpa dutch. okay definitely his name was that's awesome yeah so yeah okay man that's that's a, that's amazing there that's awesome yeah so you're definitely paying tribute you know same way i am my grandfather was the man who raised me unfortunately i lost him two and a half years going on three three days before christmas to covid you know i found him and uh that's how it led down the rabbit hole of being homeless and everything that's my story in a nutshell you know, there's plenty of videos where I've explained it in more in depth and my story has been out there. You can find it with uh, on uh, another show called Talking Shit with uh, Ego or you can find me on High on Homegrown, which is uh, across the pond. You know, my UK and Aussie buddies and all that over there, you know, but definitely, you know. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's definitely a great contest to get involved with big cloud here to give these away great opportunity i can't thank them enough we're gonna pick a winner right now i'm gonna click the button and the bot's gonna do the rest so cross your fingers tommy cross your hands wob best of luck here we go here we go and the winner should be coming across in the chat Congratulations, Tommy Tricombe. You won a pair of VIP tickets to Big Cloud Presents Legacy Michigan. I need you to get a hold of me either DM or through email, organicallyblunt at gmail.com, so we can get you these tickets in your hand when you go to Will Call for the event. So you just make sure you're at the event and they'll handle the rest of the experience for you. You know, you'll get to meet some of these great celebrities and see some of these great things you know and make sure you give a shout out to big cloud you know thank them because without them this opportunity wouldn't have happened you know definitely definitely yeah 
it was a 50-50 draw. You know, I didn't do it. I didn't rig it. It was all computerized. And you guys, you know, that's what I like about this new software finally coming across it is I don't have to have my hands in it. it you guys enter, it collects the entries, and it picks the winner. So I don't have to, oh, you know, let's make sure it's connected good or something. Nope, it does it all for me. So it makes it great. Definitely. Definitely. But make sure you stick around, everybody, because I'm telling you, we're going to give away some seeds, too. You know, we're going to give away our weekly bounty. But definitely. So, Dutch, is there anything you want us to know about you that we might not know? Um, other than, uh, you know, the soil stuff and uh, the inoculant and all that that I'm working on, you know, Regenerative Seeds is is me, um, and that's how I make my living. I sell, sell my seeds that I make under Dutch Blooms. Um, they are, you know, mold and mildew resistant, as I say, you know, because I have the really gnarly environment that I was talking about. Um, I kind of do my first selection there um, for, for most things, and it has to pass that test. And then I bring them into the greenhouse um, and I, and I can dep a lot, a lot of times I can manually dep in there and kind of beat them up a little bit. <clears throat> and then, uh, I also, I make the seeds that are actually go out to, uh, to, to people in, in indoors. So I get to look at the genetics, um, and smoke them in all three fashions. Um, Definitely. and I do pretty big populations too. So it's not, um, you know, because I do have the rec license, I I'm off often looking at a thousand eight hundred six hundred plants you know per per line to to make my selections and so you know anyways i, I i'm new new to the to the making seeds game and smashing it up but you know i'm like four or five years into it and um, um but but i'm i'm able to able to work with some really good stuff and and because of my situation i, I think i have a unique thing and i know my my, my genetics do really well in michigan um there i've had a lot of a lot okay. of sales have gone there, and so they do really well in Michigan and New York and, and Maine and, and, and all those places where people have challenges because uh, I think it's harder here. It really is because we get that. It's, I oh. shit you, it's every day, all day drizzling. Like, you know, in other places in the world, it rains and then stops. Here it just drizzles. You know, the worst like, was Florida for me, so I can imagine, yeah, you know, when I went to Florida... And I, I lived in Florida for three months time with some cousins down there for a little bit. It was it was cool, but it wasn't me. I moved back, you know. It was like a summer vacation, basically. But long story short, the bugs, the crocodiles, and the sunbathing in the driveway. But no, the rain. That was the worst. It was like, yeah, it was done by noon. But it was like every day you got up and you're like, all right, it's nice out. It's not too hot yet. I'm going to go to town. I'm going to go do some shopping. I'm going to go to the mall. You know, you're a teenager and you're like, you look outside and all of a sudden it's like, and you're like, holy shit. Uh, I ain't going anywhere. Like I'm sitting right here. Like I'm good. But yeah, I, I, I've heard of Seattle rain, you know, and it just stuff drizzles. Like and so from the second week of September all the way through, um, the, the buds are just in their, in their time that they're going week three, four through finish, they're getting soaked. And, um, oh. so it's, it's, you have to have some pretty gnarly, gnarly stuff to make it through, you know, um, cheers, cheers, Tommy, for the comment. I appreciate it that, you know, he said it, he had the blueberries skittles and I thought it was the post Malone, but 
I bred a lot okay. with Skittles. Uh, I, I kind of started with Skittles uh, crosses in my in my original stuff, and so I could see the Skittles in there. Um, my Black Wop has Skittles in it. The Post Malone ha- is the Gary Payton onto the Black Wop, um, and uh, you know I'm actually messing with some some more Skittles. I just got the cut again and and okay. hit it up and uh, onto both those things. So I got seeds of those from from this from an S1 Skittles essentially. Nice. I have oh, yeah. watermelons, zittos. Not, I don't know if it's different than Skittles, but uh, on, on my it, outdoor, we, it's, it's Skittles, yeah. But we just we spell yeah. it with a Z, but it's Skittles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and and I'll tell you, the deer absolutely love that shit here because yeah, like yeah, they, they, they ate they it up like it was crazy. And I'm like, I I went back because when he went, the farmer went out of town, and he's like, you got to water this week. I can't do it. You know, I'm busy because we take turns. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool. And then he hits me up and he's like, the deer were out here eating. He said, I didn't know deer ate these. I said, yeah. He said, well, I put up deer fence. I said, and it's been keeping them out. We've been good now. But, and I, you know, it's not a full foolproof design because if you're going to put a deer fence up, it's got to be at least eight foot because these things can jump here in Michigan. Uh, I don't know about other places, but here they like to jump. And, uh, you know, it don't matter what you do. If they want to eat it, they're going to eat it. And they'll eat the whole damn crop before you know it. And But we got them stopped. They're not coming in there no more. But long story short, you know, they loved that watermelon zittles. That was the only one they ate. Literally the only one. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, that was some prized seeds, too, that Same I grew thing, from. The rats, rats like it. I just lost. I had a big four footer that rats girdled. And I looked over and I was like, what's going on with that thing? And I was busy and I was like, I'm going to go check it out. And like two days later, gone. And we they, don't they, have rats they like that. Black and they were wow. trying to girl that. And it's, and it's the Skittles in there. Um, okay. Yeah. It's like, so what I like about it is, and maybe you'll, 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 you'll remember this when you smoke it. Like there's, there's a, a almost a, a soapy cilantro type okay. thing in the back so the, when you're in the first thing it's this mono grapefruit you know grapefruit's a, a disservice to to it but this sure. you know limey type thing and then and then if you think about in the back of it is this like soapy thing and i that's what i really like about it is that okay. the complexity of that in the background i'll have to try that definitely yeah, yeah because tripping. i've got like a whole I call it a cocktail of outdoor going, you know, because I like variety. And uh, like I even am growing sour glue, which came from nice. strain hunt, strain hunters. The like the oh, show, nice. yeah. yeah. Like like they, I work with Seedsman, and uh, they sent sent me a pack right from them guys. Like it came from overseas and everything. And I was like, oh, this is legit. I said sour glue, you know. Okay, so I'm getting the sour diesel. Now, here in Michigan, one of the strains people just absolutely love to grow, especially once things became legal for growing here, was Gorilla Glue. It just became ridiculously flooded here with Gorilla Glue. And I don't personally like it, but I know it grows good. And I, I like the gas. I like the sour. So I'm like, okay, let's mix the two and see how they do. They're doing all right, but my tallest one right now is about seven foot almost. And it's a, uh, um, what is it here? A one is a watermelon zittles. I do have one of those that is tall and that they didn't eat because I did two of those. And uh, 
The other one is a, um, I'm trying to think here. Let me think. Uh, Cookie Punch by Top Tier Genetics. That, that, and, and the cookies and the punch always does good here. I've done Purple Punch and I've done Girl Scout cookies and Tropicana cookies. But I've never done them cross so we'll, we're hoping that one does good but that one's seven foot tall you know so it's like holy shit okay you know that one's definitely a tall one you, you know? guys got some cool sun there in michigan um yeah uh, you know my buddy nick I've, I've been out there and i was out there for the country roots uh, uh okay thing they did last year and uh, yeah so i got to see a bunch of good weed and man you guys got some good sunlight out there and like to grow seven six seven footers like out here it's a challenge man this is like a really dry hot year for us like i've had years where it doesn't even get above 70 degrees till july you know and we've we've been we've had it pretty warm it's been 70 degrees most days uh but it's still not warm like you guys so like the plants don't right. grow that fast. they just don't they you know what i mean like they, they, they don't soak up enough water you know they just slowly you know so yep. i've got like chest high plants and that's like i'm like these are some of the biggest plants i've grown here I and mean, they're just like i'm like these are gonna be big <laughs> you know yep I mean? no that's how that's how it, in my greenhouse yeah. that's another story because they're all they're all 10 feet tall in there they run you know because it's warm and i can control all that you know um it's a different thing but anyways definitely cut you off no no you're good i i mean i didn't mean to cut you off i was gonna say mine are mostly like five four to five foot bushes and then i got like three of them that are just tall and i'm like okay well well it's got to be genetic i'm like it is what it is you know but i started all these inside you know from seed and then i hardened them and brought them outside and then transitioned and I, they went in the ground on june 1 so they've only been in the ground ooh, six weeks yeah so yeah not terrible you know, that's yeah, great. And they, they'll, they, I mean, these next six weeks are, are this weeks, you know, you're going to see a lot. Well, yeah, we're, we're, we've been in the 90s. So I think it's kind of slowed things down a little bit because it was too hot and humidity has been super up there. Like I'm talking, there was days we were hitting like 80s percent humidity. It was ridiculous. And uh, yeah, but now we're going back to 80s. We just had some rain and finally. We haven't had rain hardly at all this summer. Like, this is like the second time it's rained, maybe the third all summer. And we're supposed to get two inches of rain between tonight and tomorrow. And then by noon, it's going to be done. But we needed it because we it is so dry out here. Like, people flicking their, their butts out the window or catching the medians on the highway on fire. And, uh, yeah, it's people come home and their backyard has been completely singed because they, their backyard butts up to the interstate and you get home and you, you're like, Whoa, what happened? And the fire literally, they got it out like feet from your back porch. Imagine how you would think you're like, Whoa, I'm glad I came home to a house. I mean, and that's how it is out here. You know, they just flick them, you know, and it's ridiculous. It, it really is. It's sad, but definitely guys, you know, I, uh, I'm going to do a Seeds of Bounty here real quick for you guys. And it's going to be from Sofem Genetics, which is out of one Michigan area. It's going to be a mystery uh, breeder select pack like it always is. So 
guys make sure you collect your bounty i'm gonna get it going here in a minute i gotta go and reset the uh the, the word here and then while we're doing that you know we'll just shoot the shit before we let him off the line here we've been here over an hour and it's been a great episode we learned about you so is there there a lot of hiking i mean is there a lot of elevation change there yeah so the north cascades um the cascades in general are, are pretty in, awesome there there's um i think 17 um glaciated peaks in the cascade range that span wow. all the way down to northern california um and and there's one up in canada and the most of wow. them being in washington and in oregon um definitely and so, yeah, but they're, it's, they're really sharp and aggressive. Uh, they, they call it like the, the, the Alps of the, the U.S., you know. Um, they're okay. very, very steep, you know. So you, you go from zero, I live at sea level, up to okay. you know, eight, nine, 10,000 feet. Um, even Mount Rainier is not, a, not, not it's only like 10,400 feet, you know, compared to Colorado mountains are a lot higher, you know. Sure. Um, but they're not. You know, they're the Colorado mountains are bigger. You know, these are shorter and more aggressive. Um, there, it's pretty, it's very beautiful. I'm looking right now while we're sitting here. Um, I just want to know what my current elevation is here. Hold on one second 490 feet, five feet. Yeah. Okay, I, I never knew, you know, I never, yeah. I've never been interested in that until you now, and I was just like. I wonder where we're sitting at. Well, it makes know? a difference. So. Like I, I'm at sea level, but you know, um, I have a friend who grows in the north in the North Cascades in the Methow, and he grows up in the mountains. So he, you know, at, you know, in the valley there, it's like at two thousand feet, I think. Um, but he probably Definitely. puts stuff up at, at four, you know, maybe even five at some in some some sunny spots, you know, and that you get elevated CO twos at that level, just like with the coffee and shit. So wow, he has some pretty trippy weed. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. And Josh, to win is typically it's going to be an exclamational mark before any um, keyword. And you'll enter that and the bot will automatically take your entry and give you a ticket. And then when the timer is done for the entry, which I announced usually how long it runs, it will close and we'll pick a winner and then what you do is you dm us on instagram or email us at organicallyblunt at gmail.com and we get the pack out to you we we get your shipping information i get it over directly to the breeder they get it usually out if it's a business day the next day the next day if not the next following business day if it's the weekend and um he sends me a actual photo of the actual shipping label that he puts on the package with the tracking number on it. And you can track it until it ends up on your doorstep. So you're guaranteed you're going to get your seats. We make it as easy as we possibly can, you know, um, and we work with Captain Redbeard and Seedsman and um, Humboldt seed and I'm working on possibly something with Atlas seeds here soon. Um, Green Bodie, we had him on here. He sent out a pack to one of the winners a while back, you know, so you never know who we're going to have for a breeder select that week and who's going to be involved in the bounty, but definitely hipsters. I wanted to read this here. Elevation actually is important, important thing to know. You should use that to help direct what strains you try. 
Yeah, definitely. And, you know, and I'm always cultivating, I thought cultivating and molding my, my procedure, I guess you'd call it of growing or my, however you want to label it, but I'm always willing to try different things. And if it's getting it to make it that much better and I'm paying attention to elevations and latitude lines and longitude, I mean, yeah, you're complicating a little bit more, but if the results are that much better, it might be worth it. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying if it proves, if well, I took get, two, two plants and compared them, yeah, definitely. You got, you got, I was just going to say, you got to get it to market too, you know? So yep, like it depends yep. on who, you, who you're growing it for, if you're growing it to get to market. If yep. you're not, then like, then really you should be exploring that, you know? Like when I look on the map, what other parallels match me in the world? Definitely. The I never other, thought of that. Yeah. Two of them are in the ocean and one of them is in Mongolia. Wow. And, and so Mongolia is auto flower zone, right? It makes sense. Same thing because it would be it's so hard for plants to trigger here and finish. Sure. So it would naturally have 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 done some auto flower type. I mean, you know, if if, if you could imagine, right? They don't they don't grow right. Nicely. But if I if you could imagine in Mongolia, and this is just me thinking about it, but um you should totally totally be thinking about those things and and i think that that'll be the next level of breeding is taking and, and bringing in some of those characteristics um into into some of the modern flavors and the modern expressions you know and, and definitely that's definitely. where this is what's really exciting to me you know what i mean yeah yeah i know our town has a sign up here because we're a lake town as they call it but it shares the same longitude line and something else as someplace in Japan. And I'm like, Oh, well, that's interesting. Uh, you know, I didn't know that. I don't really pay attention, but I don't also watch mainstream media or TV. Like my news, I get it two hours after it airs. Cause I watch it on my phone. Like I, I've had a TV in my house here for, you know, 16 months. And, uh, it's not even been plugged in. I don't have cable only for my internet. Like I don't, I don't watch TV at all. Like you yeah. could tell me a movie that came out 10 years ago and I would think it came out yesterday. And that's how bad it is, is because I just, I'm more into just life surrounding me versus something on the TV. I know that sounds bad because then I don't know always what's going on. And then people show me products and I'm like, Whoa, I ain't never seen that before. And it's like, like I said earlier, culture shock. Like my best friend lives in California and he's been trying to get me out there. He lives in Anaheim, LA area. And he says, dude, have you ever seen a Brazilian? I said, no. He said, have you ever seen a black Brazilian. I said, no. He said, you ever seen a Chinese Brazilian? I said, no. He said, you see all that out th here in California. He said, because we have all the cultures. And I said, that's crazy. He said, you ever seen an albino black person? I said, no. And he's black. He's black and Puerto Rican. And he's like, he's like, he's like, you'll see everything out here. You'll even see white people that are mixed with Brazilian. And I'm like, this isn't crazy, dude. I'm like, that's culture shock to me. Yeah. Like I've never seen it, but you know, it's cause I come from such a small town. A lot of this stuff you don't see and it, it makes it interesting. The same thing with like what you guys breathe out there, you know, we might not ever see something like that here, you know, 
like my neighbor didn't couldn't believe freak show was an actual marijuana plant they were like that's a fern or tomato plant and i'm like no that's a marijuana plant but okay <laughs> yeah yeah and they're like that's crazy so yeah which them are growing great out out here in the yard and i live in a housing community they don't like it comes flower time these old people they start because i live in like a senior community almost they're i'm like the young one of the youngest ones here and they're like it smelled like skunk and the one veteran he'll always be like yeah somebody's growing their fucking pot and i'm like oh <laughs> man but he smokes it that's what's funny because he admitted it yeah. and another day this late lady we call her we call her tattletale nancy she uh complains about everything well she comes up to me because i get along with everybody in here and she says to me even though i don't talk to nobody i get along with her because they have a facebook group that's the only time they ever talk to me is on in there but she said seen me driving around and she's like you're that guy and i was like yeah and she's like yeah my granddaughter got a job up there at the pot farm there's one just north of here and she's like yeah, I don't know about that, but I don't think you're supposed to be allowed to smoke pot in your yard. And I'm thinking, lady, you must not know the law because we're allowed to smoke if it's our property. And I'm like, but okay. And I'm just listening to it. And then she's telling she, like, that was the first thing she told me. And then she gets to her granddaughter and she's like, yeah, my granddaughter works at the pot farm. It's not so bad, but I got to ask her what's allowed. And I'm thinking, lady, you were just bitching about it, but now you're truly okay with it. Like, make up your mind. Like, are you for it or are you against it? Because, like, I'm not going to tell you. I smoked it, and I had my hat on, and I, I had my sunglasses. I quick put them over the logo, and I'm like, oh, hopefully she didn't see that. But I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah, lady, yeah. I don't know nothing about that because I, I, I don't drink or smoke tobacco. So I'm like, yeah, I don't drink or smoke or nothing, and I want them to know that, you know. Like, And then one of the guys, he's, like, tried to add me on Facebook here, and I'm like, no, because then you're like gonna literally know everything about me, and I really don't need people trying to break in my house to steal my plants when I'm not here home. So like, no, I already got this place like Fort Knox with security and cameras and everything else. I don't want to have to, you know, worry that my neighbors know what I'm growing in here. You know, so. Yeah, like from the outside, it just looks like some old people live at my house. You know, nice manicured lawn, nice flowers like an old person would have. But yeah, it looks like nothing's in the yard. Like they don't live here. They just keep it nice. They don't go outside. And that's how I keep it. And and they're like, but everybody knows they're like, you're a truck driver. You're gone until one, two, three in the morning. So you see everything that goes on at night. Yeah, definitely. I can THC just had a break him about two weeks ago or so. I, I don't know what that means. I know I, oh, I can had a break in. Really? No shit. I know I can too. I want, we were supposed to have him on the show and it didn't work out. And what happened was we couldn't figure out the mixer. I was new to all this and he could hear me, but I couldn't hear him. And we haven't connected since. Trying to find out the input was wrong. Hell, that's a hell of a stogie you got there. Yeah, bro. Hell <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you've been out here then. That's cool that you went to Country Roots, you know. Chris, the guy who owns Country Roots, is a good friend of mine, and uh, I'm helping build his 
legacy of its soil and trying to get people interested in that and he's planning to open a uh um like a bud and breakfast i guess you'd say slash airbnb it's going to be a campground with cabins and stuff on his farm and fresh cannabis that he's grown will probably be available in different forms like edibles and whatever else you know i don't know but you know it's definitely it's going to be cool i'm just waiting for him to buy a semi for the soil company so i can quit my job and drive for him because we've been talking about it for years you know i'm his driver i'm going to drive as soon as he's ready makes so you guys soil. yeah so when you guys order soil from him someday you're gonna have jay blaze delivering your soil to your door especially if it's on the commercial side of things i mean i'll probably be doing residentials too but i have a cdl commercial driver's license so i can drive and i'm class a which means i can drive literally anything commercial from construction equipment all the way down to your school bus you know and anything and your limos and everything and any, anything in between and i've drove a lot of that stuff but it's not my thing like they got they want me to become a school bus driver and i'm like no i smoke weed and i don't i love kids but i don't love high school kids and they're like what do you mean i said you ever tried to talk to a high schooler i've been a high schooler you ain't proving them wrong you ain't telling them otherwise they know better and they're smart enough they will fight you because if you piss them off i've seen school bus drivers get their asses beat and i've seen videos of where the high school is bound up and beat the school busters ass there was even one here where they stole the school bus like yeah like no i'm not being that guy i mean i'm a skinny guy i'm a small guy believe it or not so like no way i'm not putting myself in that position like <laughs> but no it's the point of disrespect too like the, the kids don't respect the school bus drivers so it's like yeah but definitely you know back to i can and streaming off him before i keep you here too long i don't know if you got stuff going on or not yeah i, but, do, uh, I gotta bounce pretty soon i have to go do drive my adapt yeah, so yeah yeah i don't want to keep you too long but i'll i'll finish it here on this note you know speaking of i can and speaking of break-ins the number one rule you guys have to remember when growing is you don't tell nobody like literally the only person who knows about my grow is the guy who owns the land like nobody even knew I was going to do an outdoor until I put it on here. Yeah, you guys see it. But the one thing you will notice in my videos, and I edit them, is I make sure you don't see nothing that will give it away hardly. You might see the watershed <coughs> in the background, but that could be anywhere. But as far as like where it is or any big major icons, you're not going to see because you're not going to chop my plants because – Croptober, everybody knows in October, they're going to come steal your plants. So, and I'd like to see anybody try with mine because I got a 2000 fence, watt fence charger hooked up to the fence and go ahead, grab a hold of that. I would love to find you laying out next to my plants in the morning because I'll just <laughs> call the police and I'll prosecute you for theft because I'm registered and I'm legal too. So like same way as you like i have the license and to do so so like if you steal from me it's like stealing from a store and i will prosecute you so like i'm just being honest you know and that i hope he has footage and cameras and is able to prosecute because if he doesn't he needs this now is the time lesson learned 
you know, and I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm trying to, you know, it's definitely lesson learned. Yeah. We all, once you get napped, you really keep a close nap mouth on things. And I don't even tell my brothers like, and they know, and they help me grow the shit and they don't even know. I don't even trust them and they're my family. And it's not that I don't trust them. It's that I don't trust them. You know, I, I just hate to put it that way. But with that being said, you know, Dutch, we appreciate you. Attend to your duties. You know, reach Cheers, out bro. to me. When you get some seeds rolling that you want us to test, send well, them my way. I'm going to send some seeds out for you for your next giveaway. So send me your address okay. in the DM and I'll send you a package. I got a ton of Definitely. Stuff. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Sounds good. I'll see you in the DM. I'll reach out to you and we'll get this up on all the platforms here when we end. And you have a great evening and thank you for coming on the Organically Blunt Show. Thanks so much for having me on, bro. I really appreciate it. No problem. Have a great night. You've been listening to the Organically Blunt Show, a cannabis lifestyle podcast that's raw, uncut, and unedited. Thanks for listening to the show. We would like to give thanks to this episode's partners. Grow Strong Industries, the mother brand of Gorilla Grow Tint, Kind LED, and Lotus Nutrients. Use coupon code OrganicallyBlunt. Seedsman Seeds, a trusted seed bank with over 20 years in the industry. Use coupon code OrganicallyBlunt. 10. Horticulture Lighting Group, HLG, real efficiency, real yields, and made in the USA. Use coupon code organically blunt. Rain Science Grow Bags, one of a kind mesh grow bags that eliminate problems and increase yields. Use coupon code organically blunt. Grow Bags, the best curing solution to save terps. Use coupon code organically blunt. Captain Redbeard Seeds, genetics that are loyal to the soil use coupon code organically blunt humboldt seed company humboldt's original seed use coupon code organically blunt fishhead farms the maker of fish shit the most robust beneficial bacteria on the market use coupon code organically blunt sofim genetics quality genetics at a fair price use coupon code organically blunt green wolf genetics these genetics come from a wolf pack that runs with quality and no bs use coupon code organically blunt utopic essential nutrients discover the truth use coupon code organically blunt stream gardening world leading mycorrhizal fungi dry tents because we all need a place to dry that harvest use coupon code organically blunt if you enjoyed this episode be sure to comment like and subscribe and in the meantime follow us on instagram at organically blunt or on social club at organically blunt you can reach us also via email at organically blunt at gmail.com organically blunt can be found where you listen to podcasts such as iHeartRadio, spotify youtube stitcher anchor.fm and apple podcasts see you next time on the organically blunt show